What's up, Cool Save Chicks? It's your girl, Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Secrets. All right, ladies. So, why, why am I nervous? I don't know why. Just talk, girl. <laughs> this okay. is something that we've all dealt with. Yes, we've all dealt with it. So, I got some a semblance of a story, I guess you could say, today. So, past couple of, eh, maybe a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. I'll put it there. Um, I was dealing with, like, being in a space where there was, like, a series of comparative events, so to speak. Um, one that I can point to in particular, I have a really, 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 really good friend of mine who achieved like a major goal that I knew that she had been working on for a while and she had posted about it. She was really excited about it. And me as a person, normally I'm very like excited for people, you know, you know, go, I'm so excited for you, girl. Like that's usually my energy in my first initial energy. When I saw that she had completed say a goal was like, dang, I should have done that. Or I should have done this. And I can't believe that I haven't done X, Y, and Z yet. And And in that moment, I realized that I had been doing that for about a week or two, mm-hmm. just with different things. And it was something that I hadn't dealt with in the past. And it caused me, in that moment, I checked myself and was like, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. And I went into prayer, not to be super duper deep, um, but went into prayer and God was like, a spirit of comparison. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, dang, I didn't realize comparison was like a legitimate spirit, so to speak. And I was praying about just, like, how to combat it, how to, like, you know, get rid of it. Because I realized that it was something that during that period of time, it was a recurring thing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a one-time thing. It was, like, every time I saw something, it triggered in me something where it's, like, what about you in this area? And Mm -hmm. have you? And so God was, like, whenever you encounter, like, a certain spirit or something that's trying to move you in a certain direction... The first thing that you need to do, of course, is getting your word, but to go in the opposite direction. And so I immediately reached out to my friend and was like, yo, like, I'm so proud of you. I know you was talking about X, Y, and Z. Like, I'm so excited for you. And in really like getting to a place where it was from a genuine heart where I was legit happy for her. And over the course of the week after that, like I intentionally made sure that any time that it would try to rise up, I went the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And I realized that as Christians and as Christian women specifically, um, there's this space of comparing yourself to other people Mm -hmm. of when you see somebody do something, your initial thought is not always I'm happy for them. It causes you to look at yourself introspectively and say, well, where am I Mm -hmm. with said whatever that person has done? And I wanted to bring it to the podcast and talk about it because it was new for me. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something that I've heard other people talk about before, but it literally caught me off guard Mm -hmm. and almost like made me upset with myself that I was in that space. So I just wanted to talk about that today. Um, First, thank you for being transparent. I appreciate that because I feel like a lot of women are not honest we do it a lot. Yeah. We do it when we don't even realize it. Um, when you said um, about, because ultimately it's career. You know, what you were talking about is career and an accomplishment that someone else did. And it's like, wait a minute, I'm not doing this. Da, 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 da. Um, I feel like as women, men, whatever, but as we're talking as women, we definitely do that. 
Um, it could be, you could be nine to five, you can be an entrepreneur. I know with me, um, my last few months of pregnancy were very hard. I was tired. I was, I was like, I'm done. And, um, there were certain things that I wanted to do, um, especially before I had my baby, but I wasn't able to do. And I saw it's a particular person whose brand is very similar to mine. And, um, it was just certain things that they were doing. It was like, dang, I wanted to do that. Or our oh, man, they did that first or such and such, such and such. And it, I felt like I was trying, to, I was comparing myself to them. Like, oh man, I didn't get a chance to do that. I didn't get a, you know, or, you know, kind of being sort of beating up on myself that I didn't get a, get a chance to do it first yeah. or whatever or whatnot. And one, I had to remember, like this person is, I think they're like 10 years my senior or whatever. They got kids that are like, high school about to go to college all of that i got a two i got a three-year-old and a almost two month old you know oh here we go with the counts again yeah oh no i ain't doing weeks now okay. <laughs> i ain't doing weeks um but almost two month old you know i'm like listen take your time yeah it's okay mm-hmm. i'm only 35 you know, but we we look at that like some people are like I'm only 35, but then some people are like Oh my God, I'm 35. 35. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old as hell, girl. I get nothing. Right. <laughs> you know, so I think that um, we all do it. Like we all do it, and we have to. If, if we're honest with ourselves, I feel like we would get further along with certain things. Um, you know, and just kind of get past that because it is a spirit, but it's a spirit that you can overcome. It's a spirit that you can quickly pass by, you know, it, it's it's something that um, you don't have to settle on. You don't have to continuously sit there and harp on it or whatnot, because I had that moment and I was like, what are you doing? Take your time. You're, this is not a uh, this is not a what? It's not a race. It's not a race. It's not a race. Take America. your time. America. God is not sitting there like Ayana. Uh, what are you doing? You didn't do that yet. No, he <laughs> is. He is, he is such a gracious, gracious God, and he's a gentleman. Mm-hmm. You know, we always say the Holy Spirit, God is a gentleman. Um, he's sitting there like, okay, I got you. We're going to do this together. We're going to pace ourselves. Okay, it didn't happen yet. It's okay. You, you, got, you have a long life to live. I think the craziest part was um, the thing that I was comparing was something that I've never had a desire to <laughs> do. It'd be like that, right? That was the that's the that's the crazy part. It's like yeah, because you ain't even never wanted to do that, but yeah. you see them doing it, and that's all of a sudden like maybe I need to, maybe I shoulda. Yeah, I, I think because especially you telling us a story, I was like, I thought you said you ain't never doing that ever again. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's how I know it ain't from the Lord. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think I think you bring up a solid point because I feel like um, I I haven't had a comparison situation, but I've shared with you all that I've recently um, really been contemplating going back to school, and I've been weighing a couple of uh, different things that I want to go to school for, and so. Um, I really had to sit down and look at the motives. Mm. And um, mm, that's good. I feel like for one one thing that I was, you know, contemplating doing, the motive was strictly salary. Like that mm. was the motive. Mm. Strictly salary. Um, and I was like, I know I could do it. I know I would do well with it. And the salary will be good. And um, then one day I was just, actually, I was in an argument with somebody. And I realized, you know, I was like, wow, that felt good. <laughs> the argument felt good. 
And the argument gave me an insight on why I thought about doing the other thing. Mm. And I was just like, okay, now I understand the motive of why I do it because this is actually something I think I would actually enjoy. Mm. Um, and so with that, it, it, God also brought to my remembrance. He was like, you know, in your life, you have gone through several stages of salary. Like if you think about salary, you have gone through several stages of salary. And he said, in every stage that you've gone through, you've Increased. always been provided. Well, no, you've always been provided for. Okay. You've all every need that you've needed was always met. And I've mm-hmm. always superseded the need. Mm-hmm. And so it made me think about the scripture that says, you know, um, your gift will make room for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm so blessed that I'm actually able to work within my gifts because I know everybody doesn't do that. But I'm able to actually do my job and work within my gift. And I said, you know, God, it brought to me a revelation that when God says your gift makes room, it makes room concerning every everything, mm-hmm. not, you know, necessarily position or not, you know, someone necessarily noticing your gift. It makes room for being provided for, you know, whatever you need. It's making room for that. As long as you operate within the gift it'll make the room. Mm -hmm. And so as we're talking about like comparisons and things of that sort, I just want to encourage you before you decide, you know, that you would deviate from a course because it looks good or it'll sound good to do that. Make sure that the motive is right Mm -hmm. and make sure that you're operating within the gift that God has called you to do. Cause I know some people, like I said earlier, some people don't work within their gifts, but I feel like all of us operate within our gift in some area mm-hmm. of, of something. It could just be what you do outside of work. But if you're doing it, allow for that literally to make the room for you. You know, let the job, if the job is what's, you know, paying for certain things, if you operate within your gift, you'll soon realize that the gift will make more room than what the job was making. Yeah. But you got to check, you got to check the motive. So mm-hmm. I think um, for me, I'm not going to say I don't compare myself or it's not something I struggle with. If there's just nothing that immediately comes to mind. Mm-hmm. I think um, I appreciate listening to you all and your stories because I think society tells us that you compare like, oh, I'm not married or, oh, I don't have kids or, oh, I don't, you know, like that. Those are things that you, mm-hmm. you know, compare. So I appreciate your stories that they aren't like the typical comparison ones. But what does come to mind for me is someone trying to impose those thoughts on me. Yeah. Like at work, it's, uh, or it had been in the past. I had, yeah, a, you saw it. I had a leader that was like, mm. oh, you just turned 30. Wow. I wasn't where you are when I'm 30, but you really need to be doing this and you really should be doing mm. this and you really should. Mm. And it's like, what? Like, you know, no, 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 no. Because it can start to seep in. Then it's like, oh, well, am I really? Should I really? I could do that. Yeah, sure. But is that what I really want to do? And I had to realize that, one, even the advice was coming from a place of them comparing themselves to me. So it wasn't even something oh, wow. I even needed to consider because right. that wasn't coming from God. One, that's coming from them, and them comparing themselves to me at where they are and where I was at this age and all that. But what God literally had to show me was, um, I learned maybe a few years back to surrender my timeline and to surrender what I thought I wanted and to surrender what I thought my life should look like because it does not look like what I thought I wanted or you know or what I had in mind yeah and the freedom in the surrender <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't and 
the gifts and all that. I, don't get me wrong. I have a, a, I have a great life. I love yeah, my life. Absolutely. But it just doesn't look like what, what I... What thought. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And thank God it doesn't. Um, but the surrendering of the timeline just allowed for God to give me those ideas and for God to give me things to consider. And the beautiful thing is that he gives it to me to consider. Like, even if I say, no, God, or not right now, it's, it's not the end of the world. Maybe I should be doing them. But, you know, I have the option to consider. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the whenever you are in a space and you are comparing yourselves, one, like Lauren said, check the motive. But, and two, like they said, is it even something that you want to do? Three, like check, check the source if it's mm-hmm. coming from someone else that is not you. That's all I've got. You know what's crazy? Sometimes if you start to like operate behind the spirit of comparison and literally start to duplicate what you saw someone else trying to do a lot of times it's hard yeah it's like super hard because ain't no anointing on it exactly that ain't what god told you super it's super hard because like you said it's just like god doesn't have his hand on it right because i mean my mom shared something with me um the other day because i was just you know telling her about some things and she was like, well, baby, maybe you ain't supposed to be doing that. Mm. And I was like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, yeah, yeah, because she said it shouldn't be that hard. hard. Mm-hmm. She's like, it really should not be that hard. And I was just like, okay, well, okay. I'm still trying to do it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I say that. I, I, I believe that, you know, sometimes in us doing that, like, check to see how easy is it going. Yeah. Is it easy? I think I think some people end up down entirely wrong paths out of a spirit of comparison. Yeah, it's Be- a distraction. It's a distraction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a distraction. And I think that you and the enemy is so cunning in the way that he uses it because he will take something that comes in through your eye gate, your ear gate, or another person like Denise said, and cause you to want something that God does not want for you. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps for that season, perhaps for you just in general for your lifetime and you begin working towards it or creating it in and of your own self and your own strength and then you end up in this space where it's like you ain't even supposed to be over here but because of what you saw you said I want that I see what they have and I feel like I should have it too Mm -hmm. and it it robs you of time it robs you of peace and um, I I I don't know I, I just feel like I am I'm grateful that I was caught when I was and I'm even excited that I dealt with it in a way where now I can actually have a conversation with another person about it just because I hadn't experienced it in that way before. Right. Um, But just keeping you out of a a season or a situation that you don't need to be in. I think one, one thing that you said that, um, that I absolutely love is that you, you said whenever it happened, you became intentional about moving in the opposite direction. Yeah. You know, which I think is so important because once you, we're talking about the spirit of comparison, but if you are introduced to a spirit of whatever you, you need to move on that. Yeah. Don't sit there and settle in it, settle, excuse me, in that thing or even, um, cause I, I feel like if you don't, I'm a creative person, so I'm going to try to explain this. So in my mind, right, like say this thing was pulling you to the right. You made a decision to immediately move to the left. Yes. In times past, what I would do is, because I would overthink and freak out, I would just stay in the center. But what that causes you to do is sink. Yeah. So you're not even moving. So now, even though you know something is opposing you or bothering you, you're rooted 
in absolutely nothing and you're anchoring yourself in nothing when you really do need to move. Yeah. So I hope the listeners, if you take anything away from that, just make sure that you're intentional about moving in the opposite direction of whatever it is that you're going on. With. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, um, and I hope this doesn't take us to the left, but I feel <laughs> it like probably to, will to yeah. share it. Um, it's interesting because after I got in my word and really started talking to God about what was happening with me, it made me realize that it was a tactic of the enemy, but it was a tactic that the enemy was using because the tactic that he was using before was not working. Mm. And I'm going to be super transparent. The tact, the tactic that the enemy used to use with me specifically on a recurring basis was bringing my past up Mm. and I would be in a situation. I would be triggered by something from my past Mm. and it would take me just through like you ever had like something trigger you and it takes you back to the moment that it happened in and every emotion, every, Mm -hmm. every thought, everything comes up that you had when you were back in that moment. Mm -hmm. And the enemy used to do that to me. And it would be for just the smallest things, like even working on save girl secrets and just thinking about, or being triggered by like people having an opinion about sharing or being transparent about different things. And I'll be working on something and be like, well, you remember what that person said about such and such and such and such. And it would take me back to that space. And now I'm just sitting there. And it's exactly what you said, Denise. It puts me in a space where like, instead of moving, I'm sinking in my feelings and my emotions. I'm paralyzed. And I, um, I wrote a new confession that I had been like repeatedly saying in the mornings, like back in like November, December. And it was about, um, you can think of yourself as a victim or as victorious. When the enemy brings up my past, I decree and declare that he's bringing up a space where he lost. And I'm not thinking about how I felt in that moment because it's only a reminder to me that the enemy did not win. Right. And so anytime like I would be triggered by anything and be like, oh, look at Lord. And I would begin to open my mouth like, God, I thank you that in that space, the enemy didn't win. I thank you that I was able to move forward. And so I, I kind of a similar thing where I would move myself to the left, even though the enemy's trying to pull me to the right. Mm-hmm. And so consistently I kept doing that. And I noticed all of a sudden it was like, the enemy ain't said nothing about my past in a little minute. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's that's crazy. But then all of a sudden, there's this other thing that comes up of comparison. And so I realized, and I hope that if there's a listener out there that's dealing with a new type of enemy or a new type of tactic that the enemy is using, that you understand it's because whatever level that he was attacking you on, that you passed that level. And he's like, oh, okay, let me find another door Mm -hmm. because that one ain't unlocked no more. So. It makes me think of uh, this thing I was talking to my mom um, about, and it's it could be kind of deep, but I I'm, I hopefully I, I feel like there's a deep episode. Okay, cool. <laughs> all right. So I was telling my mom. I said I feel like one of the most dangerous things that we do as humans is think about things. Mm-hmm. And what I told I mm-hmm. said I told her that Ooh, I said because right I had a conversation about that this morning. Yeah, I mean, the Bible says that as a man thinketh, so is he. But I told my mom, I said, God is not necessarily concerned about your thoughts. Mm -hmm. He's more concerned about your heart. Because the Bible also says that out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. And the issue is, I feel like sometimes, is that we get so caught up in our thoughts, we allow for the thoughts to To linger in our heart. 
and then from our heart we speak what it is that mm-hmm. we're thinking mm-hmm. but if we would just allow for whatever is within our heart to just speak then we could we can yeah we would literally i feel like get further along because i it when you was talking about being anchored in a place and it's kind of like an empty place, I literally just had a conversation with my friend and I was telling them, I said, I feel like I am in a deep sea. And I said, I'm just feel like I'm in a body of water. Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like I don't see land anywhere in sight, but I feel like I am just submerged in water. And I said, and I feel like sometimes there are waves that come just, you know, it like kind of sway you a little bit and, it, and, and it'll sway. But when it comes, that's when I'll swim, because I know if I don't swim, mm-hmm. I'll sink. Mm. And so and I said, but when the wave is gone, I feel like I'm just still just drifting, just drifting. And I said that that to me is one of the scariest places I've ever been in my life because I've never been in this position before. And so my friend told me, he said, just swim. And I was like, but where am I swimming to? I was like, because if I swim, I don't know if I should swim north, south, east or west because I literally don't see land. And I was like, if if I'm if I'm swimming in the wrong direction, then how could I ever get to get to land? He said, but if you stand in a right. body of water, all of you those thoughts are just going to keep you yeah. right there. So it, it and, and I, I'll tell you guys, like when we went to New Orleans, I don't know if y'all remember my question. I asked y'all, I said, have y'all written a five year plan? I don't know mm-hmm. if y'all remember me yeah, asking. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You did ask that. I and you and, and you all responded or whatever. And I was just like, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna. And I hadn't done that in a while because I didn't need to. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I'm. I you just, had you had met everything on the past plan. I had met everything on that I that I set out to do. Mm-hmm. And as I began to write, God just began to give me mm-hmm. point B, point C, point D. And I was just like my friend was right you even if you find yourself in a position where you don't know where to go right. you got to move you right. have to always be in motion because if you're not then you like you all just said you're drifting yeah and to be in a drifted position you can be swayed you're anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. and so that's where i literally i was people were coming to me with information or saying oh my gosh you look like you could do this you look like you can do that and i was trying everything mm-hmm. and you take it in because it's almost like you aren't anchored in what it is that you that know I'm for sure right. yeah. or at least swimming in the direction toward it but the crazy thing was when I was in that position the attitude that I began to have toward the thing that God actually called me to do was also beginning to change mm-hmm. because now my focus was no longer on what it is that he had called me to do right. it was on other things Thing that other people to, were saying right and so it brings me back to a quote well maybe maybe that could be the Monday motivation but it brings me back to a quote that Ty Trippett said. He says, where the focus goes, the power flows. Yeah. And so my thing is, it's like if you're focusing on some on all these different things, your power is flowing to that. Yeah. But if you're not focused on the thing that God has actually called you to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then y- your focus is off. Yeah. You out of focus. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see nothing. Can't see nothing. <laughs> That's crazy. I um as you were talking about God not being concerned with our thoughts, it triggered something I had studied a while ago about like the Garden of Eden and how in the word it said, you know, don't eat from the tree 
of the knowledge mm-hmm. of good and evil. And a lot of times people leave out the word knowledge. Yep. And, they sure do. And God was showing me, he was like, it wasn't even you you getting caught up in the good and evil, but the issue was the knowledge mm-hmm. that you as a child of God were never supposed to operate off of what you know. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to be led and guided by me. That's good. And it's almost like sometimes what you know gets in the way mm-hmm. of what God is trying to get you to do in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so it's literally like having knowledge is a blessing for sure. But a lot of times having knowledge gives you the opportunity to compare and contrast what God is giving you to do versus what you know to do versus what you didn't heard other people say you should do. And you end up in that stagnant place. And so I think a part of the fall of humanity was this space of now having the ability to make decisions off of something that you know yeah. versus off of what God knows and what God's telling you to do. Right. So. And the crazy thing is the things that we think we know, we really don't know. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, know. And, and the things that you think that you know are based on systems and constructs that you've lived in your whole life. Right. Limits. And, and, and God ain't susceptible to none of them systems and constructs that you didn't lived in your whole right. life. Right. He operates outside of all of that. And I think that as a child of God, we're constantly getting back to that place where it's like, God, I trust you more than what I know. Boom. God, I trust you more than what I've seen. Because as you were talking, it literally what ministered to me was, you know, making sure that we're intentional in in feeding our spirit. So that way you have that trust and you have that confidence and you know when your father is speaking, you know what he's saying. So even when people come in situations, come to try to sway you, you already have a trust that even if I don't know if I'm going north, south, east, west, guess what? I trust that you will reroute and get me back to where I need to be. Yeah. You know, so it's just making sure to, if at the end of the day, you don't know nothing at all, move and trust that he will get you where you need to be. Amen. I think we're going to go to a quick break mm-hmm. and we'll be back right after this. This podcast is brought to you by at Churchy People on Instagram. If you need some inspiration, a little bit of laughter, and something that's going to feed your soul, check out at Churchy People on Instagram right now. All right, ladies, we are back. Um, back. Y'all got anything else? I I got a scripture to uh, round this. Oh, you got a scripture today? I do. She was reading her Bible, y'all. I have been, because the enemy been trying it lately. So, so I've been in there, okay? Um, but this is Galatians chapter 6. This is verses 4 through 5, and it's the message version. It says, make a careful exploration of who you are in the work that you have been given, and then sink yourself into that. Don't be impressed with yourself. Rewind. <laughs> Don't be impressed with yourself Mm -hmm. don't compare yourself with others each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your own life Mm -hmm. and i think that it's just it's so important like the spirit of comparison and i guess we can give some practical steps to getting out of being in that cycle of comparison which we established sends you down the wrong path and has you doing stuff that god ain't called you to do in the first place um But a part of it is seeing what God told you to do and literally anchoring yourself in that, getting so focused on what God has given you to do that you aren't 
led astray by something that somebody else is doing that catches your eye because it looks good. And this brings up another point that I didn't say earlier, but it just dropped Uh-oh. into my spirit. Okay. The other thing, too, is she got the hands wailing, y'all. Okay. A lot of times when we are sitting there comparing ourselves to somebody else or what they have, you don't understand what they're going through to get what it is they have. Yes. Or if they're even happy in what they have. Mm-hmm. Because you're coveting or comparing yourself to something that is literally sometimes killing the person that you're looking at maybe not in my situation but in a lot of situations when you're comparing yourself to somebody what it looks like from the outside is not what it truly is on the inside so keep that in mind i think um oh man i don't want to go back there. well whatever so one thing that lauren said was that like you know whenever you're you're check the flow of a thing and how easy it is that typically um you know speaks to that god has something to do with it and sometimes i know you can look at people and think oh man that's just so easy and then when you try to duplicate it it's so hard it's because they are graced to, to do, do what they're yeah. doing you know and your focus should be our focus because i'm included should be you know strengthening and pouring into the gifts that you know that you are graced to do what is going to move you forward not you know deray or take you off your path i had a couple of points that i i have in my notes and one of them it says that when you compare yourself you limits god you limit god's touch of distinction Mm. um i feel like you know i love that because i feel like you know, God has distinctively made each and every one of us unique. Just the mere fact of you have four women on a podcast and when we all bring things to the table, it's so different. Yeah. You know, but yet we're still even underneath one umbrella, but the distinction in how we even converse with one another is it. God even made that unique, you yeah. know? And so then the second thing that I wanted to share with you all is that when you compare, you become a cheap imitation of who you are comparing yourself with. And I <laughs> Hello, and I, I ain't, ain't, been, ain't nobody finna be cheap, oh, right? Period. I was like, not diluting me, okay? <laughs> a cheap comparison, a cheap compare, a counterfeit, not a right. knockoff, right? A knockoff. You can do be a dupe though. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah I, I i love those two quotes and and i want to end it you know with pretty much saying measure yourself by yourself mm-hmm. like don't allow for you to don't allow for yourself to be measured by somebody else because what happens if something messes up with their measurements then what you're gonna do from, from there you know right. but if right. you're if you're being led by god it doesn't matter what the next steps are guess what they're ordered there you go. <laughs> i love that yeah. order Lord. I thought she was going to go order my steps. In your order my steps in, in your, your word. Dear Lord, lead mm. me, nah. guide Jesus. me every day. Grammy the, music. The only me Grammy. and Lauren go to yes. Baptist church? Uh, yes. Yes. Really? Yes. I, I, like it. I, liked yes. It. I liked it in the end when there was always this old lady. She's been like, order my, order my, order my. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no please no, order no. her. Order my, order my. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We didn't have her. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Child Lord. I just want to remind you, you deserve to have your own story in your own way. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you ain't got to be. beautiful. That's true. Mm-hmm. One of the things that <laughs> we supposed to be wrapping up. <laughs> One of the things that came to mind just now, too, was it's interesting because I've I've had conversations with women who've what's the word that I'm looking for when you don't do something on purpose? Um, Rebelled or unintentionally unintentionally Uh compared themselves to me. Mm -hmm. So like had a conversation. It's like, yeah, because, you know, with you and such and such and how y'all did such and such. And I just think and it's like 
I feel like I'm now more prepared to have those types of conversations after the little bout that I've been through. That's good. But it's it's I think that it can be so um, where you you don't even notice that it happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That you're in conversations with people and you don't even realize that you're comparing. Mm. And I think my practical advice would be when you notice it, check it. Check it. Because I feel like one of the things about the enemy is that when you let him in in a little way, that is it's the, the word of God said it's a small fox that rules the vine, mm-hmm. ruins the vine. And it's like when you let a small thing in, it builds up over time. So even in your in your smallest conversations, just be mindful when you're in that spirit of comparison. You know what I just thought of? Sometimes people will compare themselves to you to try to one up whatever they're doing and let them have their one up. You know, some people will try to, oh, well, I'm doing or, you know, I, Mm. whatever the case may be, because they are like amplifying themselves. Like you don't even need, don't even get into a war or even let that linger in your mind. Let them have whatever they need to want to do. Let them do them. Because that's how the spirit jump on you. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And I guess that's A moment of silence silence for the spirit of comparison that has been killed. And that's that on it. I guess as you were talking, I was thinking, I was like, oh, Lord, that's why I was quiet. You know, when you're thinking, I need to get out my thoughts and allow for my heart. But no, I was I was really thinking about an instance where that did happen. I was like, oh, I didn't realize I was quiet. So I'm not quiet anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, don't let the enemy just beat you up in your thoughts. Open your mouth and speak against that thing. Give him hands, you know, fight him. Give him, give him, just, you know, just. Oh my God. Give him the, what they say, the world, the, the, the. What's that? Wait a minute. Wait a I was about to say whirlpool, but I know that's an appliance. Yeah. Give him the whirlpool. It's time to go. We thank you. Watch him in the world. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> be all sure, right. be sure to follow us on all social media platforms. <laughs> I don't know what I was talking about. Oh my god! Thank you, Ayana. I say, girl, see a lifeline <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram. Oh my god! I say, girl, secret. Uh huh. On Twitter. Twitter. Um, with no S. Uh, yeah, with no S. Oh, yeah. If you are struggling with the spirit of conspiracy, uh huh. Conspiracy. If you are struggling with the spirit of comparison, go on, send us a secret letter to at say to Help save girl secrets secret at gmail.com. Gmail. Or slide up in our DMs. We're gonna pray at with Save you. Girl Secrets on Instagram. Yes, we're gonna help you out, sis. Uh, y'all pray for us. <laughs> Good God bless you. <laughs> Love bye. and peace. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye.